0: Hello, residents. My name is Zach Olson. I'm joined today by Mike Estefan, and thank you for downloading this week's episode of the EM Clerkship podcast. This is EM Clerkship's secret residency curriculum, advanced content designed to test graduates of EM Clerkship. And today is round number two of the game. Here are the rules, and go ahead and play along with us as always. Mike is going to need to perform today's case in real ABM Oral Boards format. He has 15 minutes to complete the full history, exam, testing, treatments, consults, counseling, disposition, everything, or I'm going to cut him off. He does not know what the case is ahead of time. I'm going to text him EKG images and x-ray images, if it works, during recording and ask him to interpret. These images will be posted online on emclerkship.com and the EM Clerkship Facebook group with necessary license unless it's public domain. Any advanced imaging he requests, as well as lab results, will be read out loud by me to him. If Mike hits all of the critical actions that I've listed out beforehand, he wins. And if he doesn't, or if he performs a dangerous action... I win. It's that simple. These cases were created by me, Zach Olson. They have not been copied from ABEM, and they are certainly not real patients. But before we get started, let's just check in with our hero, Dr. Michael Estefan. How's it going, man? (laughs) How's it going, dude? Dude, the fact that you made me wait today to record this, I'm going to make it extra difficult on you. Oh, Lovely. <laughs> Lovely. No, just, did you have a good day, man? Did you have a good 4th of July? Uh,
1: yeah, it was, uh, it was a surprise. I assumed that I had to go into work, um, but it turns out surgeons don't really schedule elective cases on the 4th of July, so there were uh, no intubations for me to have, and I got the day off.
0: Wait, did you go in and then find out you had the day off? Yeah, or just... unfortunately <laughs> no, sucks. It, it worked out like that, but hey, can't complain. Very good. Very good. The last time we did this case, uh, I felt like it went very well. So I'm excited to do another one with you. Um, I hope you learned a lot from last time. Did you what have you done this week? You? Uh, how far are you along in residency? Kind of tell us where you're at, what you've been doing. So this is week two. Uh, my anesthesia block is two weeks long, so
1: I'm done anesthesia. But this week um, I didn't really get to do much uh, anesthesia and airway stuff because I had ATLS. So you're looking at a new ATLS certified provider. What's up? Nice. Um, Nice. And yeah, so not really much more in terms of clinical experience from last week, but uh, maybe a little newfound confidence for these, these oral cases. So we'll see.
0: That's good, because they have you practice a bunch of them, don't they? Like, you kind of have to go through the whole ABCDE algorithm and everything. Yeah, yeah. All right, are you ready to go? Are you ready to, to get rumbling Let here me draw my started? gingerbread man on um, my
1: piece yeah, of paper. Yeah, let me, let,
0: hey, you're getting ahead of yourself. Ugh. All right, let me read my little script here. All right, all right. Michael, take out a piece of paper and a pencil. Place the paper sideways in front of you. Outline a human body on the left side of it. Look at the ABEM website to see how this drawing is going to look on test day. It's going to be pre-drawn for you. And let me know when you are ready. All right. I'm ready. All right. Let me get my clock ready here. (laughs) Okay. All right. Dr. Estefan, this is going to be a single patient encounter. You will have 15 minutes to complete this case. Before we begin, do you have any questions? No. Before we begin, they're going to have you take a look at the computer screen and confirm your candidate information, and then go ahead and click agree in your mind. All right. All right, let's begin. I'm starting the timer now. Okay. Dr. Estefan. You are working at ABEM General when EMS brings in a 34-year-old female after having a witness seizure. They report that she has received 5 milligrams of intramuscular midazolam prior to arrival. And they state that the husband is on his way here as well and will be here in 5 to 10 minutes.
1: 5 milligrams of midazolam. Okay. Um, I walk into the room. What do I see?
0: So you see a 34-year-old female, and she's fairly sleepy, um, but she's breathing spontaneously. She has spontaneous respirations. She seems to be swallowing and controlling her airway. She's poorly arousable, uh, looks postictal. Okay. Okay. Um, and what's her name? Um,
1: her, they get the wallet out. Her name is Jennifer Jones. Jennifer Jones. Okay. Um, and can I get an opening set of vitals? Sure.
0: Her heart rate is 110. Her respiratory rate is 10. Her blood pressure is 175 over 115. Her O2 saturation is 95%.
1: 95%.
0: Okay. Miss Jones,
1: are you awake?
0: Uh, Hi, doctor. Hi. Yes, I'm awake.
1: I'm sleepy. Do you know what happened? Uh, no, my head, Oh, uh, my head. Oh, I'm sorry, you're in pain. Do you know where you are right now? Uh, I'm in a room at the, it looks like a hospital. Okay, and do you know today's date? Uh, no, Ju- July That's good. 4th, 5th? <laughs> good enough for me, okay. Um. So, I was told by the ambulance that you had a seizure have you ever
0: yeah uh, i i don't remember
1: has this ever happened to you before no no okay um is ems in the room
0: um ems is in the room
1: okay uh could i ask them uh you know what they saw did they see any conv- well obviously they saw convulsions could uh ems describe what they saw
0: Yeah, Doc, the call went out for headache initially when we got there. Her and her husband was there. She looked pretty bad. She was sitting in like a recliner, and then we saw her have a two-minute episode. Her eyes kind of looked up and maybe to the right, and she had uh, seizure-like activity. She moved, was kind of the spasm, then shaked all her four extremities. Uh, We went ahead and got her uh, five milligrams of intramuscular versed. We got a sugar, 119.
1: All right, and did you guys uh, talk to the husband by any chance? You know, to see uh, if she had any symptoms before any of this happened or anything out of the ordinary.
0: Yeah, and he's on his way. He, You can talk to him a little bit when he gets here in a few minutes. So he's probably going to be here any second. But um, basically, they were saying that she's been having this headache for a few weeks. And uh, they called today. It was just so severe today. So they called the ambulance. They thought something was wrong.
1: Okay. All right. That's helpful. Thanks, guys. Yep. Okay. Can we go? All right. Uh, so, Are we good to go, Doc? Oh uh, Yeah, you're good to go.
0: All right. See ya. Peace.
1: Um, so, Miss Jones, do you have any other medical problems? Uh, no, no. Okay. I heard that you were having a headache for the past few weeks. Is that right?
0: Yeah, my head is killing me.
1: Okay. Um, has it been getting any better or worse?
0: It was really bad today. Okay.
1: Did it? Is it present all the time, or did it kind of? Does it come and go? Um, it's just been pretty constant for about two weeks, doctor. Okay, so it's worse than it's ever, than it's been, but you've had this constant headache for two weeks. Have you tried anything to make it better?, uh, you know, Tylenol and an
0: ibuprofen, but nothing seemed to help. Just kept getting worse and worse.:
1: Have you had any uh, fevers lately? Uh, not that I remember. No.
0: Husband's in the room now too.
1: Okay. any, uh, uh, any neck stiffness?
0: Uh, no, I mean, I'm kind of sore right now all over, but I guess, no, nah, I guess my neck's okay. Okay.
1: Okay. Any, uh, chest pain, shortness of breath, trouble peeing or pooping? No, no. Could I, could I actually ask the husband to leave the room for a second?
0: Uh, sure. He can say if you want, but, uh, it's fine. I'll step out, doc. No, no worries. <laughs> okay.
1: Um, Ms. Jones, I just need to ask, uh, I didn't want to ask in front of your husband. Uh, do you use any drugs recreationally? Uh, no, never, never in my life. Okay. Do you drink alcohol?
0: Uh, sometimes I guess. Okay. Uh, what sometimes? I mean, I had, uh, maybe on weekends every once in a while. It's not even every week. Okay. Uh, and what do you do for a living? What do I do? Yeah. Um, I work as a secretary, an administrative assistant. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Uh,
1: husband can come back in. I'll finish asking you a couple questions, and then I'll talk to him real quick.
0: Okay? He's going to the... He's getting vending machine snacks uh, right now. All
1: right. That's fine. He'll be back. Any, any allergies to any medications?
0: Uh, no, Doc. Okay.
1: And are you taking any medications currently?
0: Uh, just a multivitamin. You know, staying healthy. Okay.
1: Okay. Um. If if you don't mind, I'm gonna do a quick physical exam. Okay. Sure. All right. Um. So, uh, I shine a light in her eyes. What do I see?
0: Um. Her pupillary exam is normal. What are you looking for? Uh. Asymmetric pupils or. Uh, pupils are symmetric. I. Uh, is
1: any either of them fixed? no okay um let's see i do a cranial nerve exam any abnormalities Uh, cranial nerves two through 12 are all normal great how's her strength in all four extremities uh it's all normal great does she have a babinski reflex no okay um heart and lungs sound okay
0: yes okay
1: um is she able to walk in a
0: straight line for me uh, she, yeah, um, uh, she's getting up on the side of the bed and she's a little weak and a little, you know, she can walk. Okay. Um, is there
1: any ankle clonus?
0: No ankle clonus. Okay.
1: Any pronator drift?
0: No. Okay.
1: All right. Um, so, and the husband's not in the room yet?
0: Uh, he's back. He got, he got bags of Cheetos for everybody, for the house. Oh, huh. great. All around. Me, me included? Cheetos, me included? You, yep. He's got you some Cheetos too. Score. Awesome. Okay. He asked if you want to eat the Cheetos right now. Uh, no.
1: In a little bit. Okay. Let's get, uh, let's get your offended, wife better. He's, it <laughs> he's offended, but he's going to let it go. He's offended, but he's going to let it go. Okay. Uh, Mr. Jones. Um, yeah. So I I heard your, your wife has been he- having this headache for the past two weeks. Um, and then today it was worse than it's been. And then uh, she had a seizure. Does that sound about right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm, it was scary. I've never seen anything like that before. She said she had two weeks of a gradually worsening headache. Uh, she said today she's starting to get nauseous with it, maybe a little just kind of blurred vision, but um, just really bad headache. Okay.
1: Okay. And did you notice anything abnormal before she had the seizure?
0: Uh, no. She was just complaining of a severe headache.
1: Okay. All right. Um, is there a nurse in the room? Yes. Okay. She's
0: wondering what you want her to do. Yes. Or if she can go home. <laughs>
1: um, I would love if we could get uh, an IV in her AC. Um, doesn't have to be large bore. Um, and I would like a urine pregnancy test, um, a CBC, a BMP. Um, do, 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 do and i'll let you know if i have to add anything onto that okay
0: sure so a cbc uh some electrolytes and a urine pregnancy is that correct uh yes all right it's sent okay
1: um and can i get a temperature on her
0: yeah uh her temperature is did i leave that out i'm just kidding it's <laughs> 99.1 it's good great okay
1: um i also um, so I'm gonna pretend like I have awesome fundoscopy skills and try to look at her her retina and her optic disc. Okay. All right. What are you looking for? I'm looking for a bul- <laughs> like papilledema or a bulging disc. She has papilledema bilaterally. Yes. Okay. All right, uh, ma'am. So I'm concerned that you have some increased pressure in your head, and there are a lot of things that can cause this. But um, the first thing we kind of typically do to uh, get to the bottom of this is do a CT scan of your head. So I would like to do a CT scan, uh, non-contrast of her head. Okay. And do I get that back?
0: Um, they're waiting for your labs to come back. Your labs have come back. Uh, let's see here. What are, what are our labs? Our CBC is normal. Okay. Our electrolyte panel is normal with a normal blood sugar. Um, there's no hyponatremia, hypernatremia okay. and her urine pregnancy test is positive.
1: Oh, lovely. Okay, ma'am.
0: Radiology wants to know if you still want to get the CT of the head right now. Uh,
1: not right now. All right.
0: Um,
1: so ma'am, did you happen to know that you're pregnant?
0: No, we've been trying for a while. I've never been pregnant before. Okay. Is this good news for you then? Oh, I'm very excited. Okay. Okay. Well, um,
1: one thing I am concerned about is something called preeclampsia. Have you ever heard of that?
0: I have. Don't people die from that?
1: It can be a a very serious condition. And actually, in your case, it wouldn't be preeclampsia. It would be eclampsia. Um, And that might be why you had the seizure. Um, okay. So how do we treat it? What do we do? Um, there are are a couple things. I'm going to ask the nurse to give you, uh, two grams of magnesium sulfate. You can give it over. You can put it in a bag and give it over maybe 20 or 30 minutes.
0: All right, it's going.
1: Okay. And I'm going to call my OB colleagues, my, uh, Obstetricians to come take a look at you. Okay. Oh, absolutely. That seems probably like a good idea. Okay. So I'm calling Ob. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Is this is this OB-GYN?
0: This is Doctor
1: Mister Mr. OB-GYN. <laughs> I I have a patient uh, that I'm concerned is eclamptic right now. Um, uh oh. Yeah she she came in. Uh, she's had a headache for a couple weeks. Um, she came in uh, after having a seizure at home. Uh, before the seizure, she was complaining of blurry vision as well. Um, she came in with a urine pregnancy, a positive urine pregnancy test. Um, and we started a magnesium drip for her. But I wanted to get you guys involved as soon as possible. Sure. She's hypertensive to 175 over 115, a little tachycardic at oh, 110. No
0: what would you give her for her pressure?
1: Uh, nothing, because I wanted your input.
0: I think you should give her something.
1: Okay. Labetalol, sound good?
0: That's one of my favorites. Okay.
1: How much would you recommend?
0: Um, for me personally, I'd go ahead and give her 20 milligrams IV, and you can probably double it in 10 minutes or so if she's still not lowered down. Okay.
1: We'll titrate it.
0: But we'll come down and see her.
1: Okay, great. Thanks.
0: Yep, be down in just a second.
1: Okay, and I will tell the nurse um, 20 milligrams of labetalol, and then we can uh, recheck vitals maybe about 10 minutes later and go from there.
0: Sure. Sure. The blood pressure is improving. It's now uh, 155 over 105. Okay. um, And OB is coming down.
1: Great. Um, we should probably get a couple other labs that they would want, um, but I'm not remembering those right now. Uh, she had a normal creatinine on her BMP. Correct. Okay. That's good. That's good. Okay. Miss Jones. Uh, so I just got off the phone with OB. Um, they're going to be down to see you shortly. We're giving you some medications to lower your blood pressure. Um, do you still have a headache right now?
0: Oh, it's much better, doctor. Thank you. Okay, that's good. And do you have any blurry vision right now? Uh, it, You know, the, it's interesting. That seems to be improving as well. Great. I feel much better. Great.
1: Well, I still want my uh, my colleagues to take a look at you and make sure um, we don't need to do anything else. Okay. Any other labs before she goes up? Uh, I'm sure there are, but not off the top of
0: my head. All right. That ends your case. All right. <laughs> Good job. Good job. Mm. Dude, I'm so proud of you, man. <laughs> You're so good. You're so smart. Dude, I, I <laughs> dude, I never would have gotten that. <laughs> I totally thought that was gonna be a pseudo tumor
1: case until the pregnancy test was positive.
0: Yeah, yeah, it happens. Good job on the papilledema. That that's uh that's a smart one. Did you use your gingerbread man? Uh I actually didn't at all. I I'm struggling to do this.
1: Like, actually, I know, right? I I took notes, like, I'm sure you could probably hear me writing in the recording, but um,
0: yeah, um, tell tell me how you think you did beginning
1: to end. Um, so beginning, uh, what I, you know, overall, I think it went well. Um, what threw me off at the beginning was uh, her slightly abnormal vitals, but I guess that could be um, just post seizure or some form of eclampsia, but. I wasn't thinking of at that time. I was uh, running the first-time seizure differential through my brain um, and thinking what in that could cause abnormal vitals. Um, and then, you know, that, that headache for a few weeks kind of was making me lean towards pseudotumor. And then, like I said, the, um, the positive urine pregnancy test was the key there. Um, and mm-hmm. the lack of fever or like neck stiffness or anything like that for an infectious process.
0: Um, well, so the, well, no, keep going. No,
1: I was, I was going to say, um, I think I would have forgotten a blood glucose on her had EMS not given it to me,
0: but. I, and it's like, come on, man. Well, and I was giving it to you cause that wasn't really what I wanted to, to test on this case Uh and so i did i did give it to you and i think in this case you probably would have gotten it from ambulance regardless um but you do got to check that Uh, why do you think you missed the blood glucose
1: uh i i think because she was stable at that point like she wasn't seizing yeah she was actively seizing i would have definitely like alarm bells would have went off in my head it'd be an abc patient and i like glucose would be the first thing i think of but because this was an hpi patient you know, it, it didn't really cross my mind.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's probably, I agree. You kind of went into that HMP side of the algorithm. Um, but there was some abnormal vitals there at the beginning, too. I mean, she was severely hypertensive. Mm-hmm. So there's a good chance this is some sort of hypertensive emergency, right? Even, whatever it is. I mean, it could be just hypertensive encephalopathy. Mm-hmm. But you got a very, I mean, that's a drastically abnormal blood pressure in the setting of Cedar. She's a little bit tachycardic, too. Mm-hmm. I think you skipped over a lot of that initial resuscitation part of it. Not that you need to resuscitate aggressively, mm-hmm. but you didn't get, you, you know, because it, it just should roll off your tongue. The whole IVO2 monitor, you know, she's a little bit tachycardic, say, oh, can we give her a liter of fluids? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, something like that that's just very straightforward and just say, you know, I'm keeping an eye on the blood pressure. But uh, you kind of didn't go down that pathway at all. And the reason I... I agree that that's probably what happened—that you just went straight to the H and P—is because you know that because we've talked about before. But there's things in that initial kind of resuscitation at least mindset that you kind of want to check off on people who might potentially be ill, Mm -hmm. which is we talked about this before—potentially getting EKG or a pregnancy or glucose, that type of thing. Yeah, yeah. And so I think there's a little bit of a gap that happened there, but that's okay because you're you're still developing kind of your style and your your practicing, Mm -hmm. right? No one, you know, there's, I agree with you. She was talking and stuff. So I don't think it was wrong to get a good history. What did you think of your physical exam? (laughs) I kind of, I think it was a lot
1: better than last week considering I did one, but, um, this is true. I, uh, I mean, there are definitely, I should have done a full physical and just you know, I was trying to be super focused and I was cognizant of how much time I had already used my HPI. Um, I definitely should have done an abdominal exam and probably noticed the bulging abdomen that would be her pregnant I baby. I was so
0: excited for you to do an abdominal <laughs> exam. I was waiting for it. I was. I had like jokes and everything. I'm like, man, I can't even do this. It. <laughs> well, I had
1: it already. Th- th- this is when it hit me, you know, because... I, I started ordering tests after my physical, and once the urine pregnancy came back positive, and I was like, "Oh, sh-, like this is eclampsia," and then I was like, "Wait, that doesn't happen until like third trimester, right?" And so Correct. she should have like a bulging abdomen, but, and that's Correct. when I was like, "Oh, crap!"
0: But so when I wrote down, so we'll get to the critical diagnosis or the critical actions here in a second. Mm-hmm. Um, When I wrote down this case, because when I make these cases for you, I'm trying to teach you things. So I'm kind of writing down like what the – not just what the diagnosis is, but kind of what – the themes I'm trying to kind of get you to take away. Mm -hmm. So it was similar to the last time we did this, where in addition to the finger stick, blood glucose being in that first initial package, I want that you to think of that pregnancy test as something that kind of mentally goes there as well. Just like one of the classic things that very much differentiate your whole action plan that are quick to get some places. It's point of care. Some places you have to send it to the lab, but it's still a quick test even if you send it to the lab and, um, so that was one reason why I wanted to do this, uh, was to kind of emphasize another aspect of this test, um, or another early resuscitation test that you might need to get. But the real thing I wanted to test you on with this is, uh, you're exactly right. I wanted to kind of test you on exam skills. I had a whole bunch of abnormal exam findings, and um, that you could have gotten. And um, can I hear? So some like you them? got the neuro. The, you got the neuro exam. Okay. But, um, you know, the, the, the ultimate example is the gravid uterus, right? Yeah. Like the third trimester. Like I wouldn't have hidden that from you. It would have been very clear. Uh-huh. And in um, the reason I wanted to – it's very weird because in the real world, you're used to looking at people and just notice, noticing things. Yeah. But they're not going to give that to you on test day. You have to at least articulate. Yeah. You have to say – you have to check each box. Um, I remember I was doing a practice case again. I can't talk any real ABEM cases with you, but I was talking a practice case, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to remember what it was. I, I want to say it was like an LVAD or something, right? And you know, if you don't ask, like, is there like it tubes and like a big humming machine coming out of the chest, <laughs> out of the chest, right? Like you would never get yeah, it. Yeah. But exactly. you know, I, I kind of was like, oh, I look at the chest. What do I see? Yes, you see an LVAD. You know, and it, <laughs> this was on a practice. This was on a practice case. But there's there's certain things that there's more than just like the abnormalities of the physical exam that you're trying to pick up it's not it's more than just like oh you have right lower quadrant pain cuz it's appendicitis or something it's there's just giveaways there um, things like a pacemaker or things like you know the person has a big swollen right lower extremity or something right yeah. and then it's like oh maybe we're dealing with pee so it's again the gingerbread man part of it is to you know at first you can use the little outline of it just to make sure you're checking each system and kind of imagine what systems are in each area right so like on the head you're thinking like brain ent and then you know you got your heart and lungs maybe on the top half of the abdomen when i i always drew a giant <laughs> uh, uh, male genitalia on my gingerbread man just so i remember to do a gu exam <laughs> i had to watch what i said there <laughs> uh, but i did it <laughs> and hey whatever you know, works kind of help Right. Um, You know, but and that represented not just, you know, doing a GU exam, but like a pelvic exam, but also like a rectal exam, things like that. Mm -hmm. You know, like you do a rectal exam and you have black tardy stool and that's where you're going to see it is in the physical exam. So it's very important that you kind of are covering each part of the body. So I practice that because it's two weeks in a row where the exam has been something to work on. Yeah. And once you start getting used to it where you have, like, your normal mental checklist, then on your gingerbread man, you're just marking spots where you see abnormalities. So when I say, you know, there's papilledema, you just do a check mark by the eyes. And when I say that there's lower extremity edema, you check each of the legs just so you can recall and kind of piece it together. You know, it's it's like one of the only things that you don't have to pre-draw that's given to you on test day that I think could potentially be very useful. And I've told you this before. On my test day, I didn't do a good job of using that and... It, you know, I think there's areas where it probably would have helped me a lot. Yeah. And so I would, it's it's something I'm trying to emphasize to you early on. But um, I thought you did a good job because you got the case mm-hmm. right. You were correct with your diagnosis. I think you demonstrated that you had an understanding of the differential diagnosis too. You're asking about fevers, neck stiffness. You did a neuro exam. Um, you were thinking of things like, you know, pseudotumor, which is a good thought. And uh, I, you might have missed the sugar potentially yeah. which would have been a big one yep. <laughs> but I kind of gave I gave it to you and so um you got lucky <laughs> well um pre- what are some other tests you can get with eclampsia um
1: so I I always I know like urine protein or whatever right that can be elevated yeah
0: that one I would have I would have given yeah but I would have had proteinuria on the urinalysis what else
1: um or am I thinking help syndrome I'm thinking help I don't know
0: yeah yeah, and you got a CBC. So, what is help syndrome? Uh,
1: it's, oh my gosh, it's elevated liver enzymes, uh, low platelets, and hypertension. Yep. yep.
0: So, you checked the platelets, and I told you that the CBC was normal. Yeah, right, right. Okay. Um, But you could have gotten liver enzymes, I think, would have broadened out. I think you would have scored uh, bonus points for that on test day. It it would demonstrate that you're really thinking several steps ahead. Mm -hmm. And you never know. Maybe, you know, by the time you're, you know, these, these cases get pretty crazy. Maybe it is HELP syndrome. You think it's eclampsia, and then you find out that they have five platelets, and, you know, they hit their head while they they fell, and also you go like, "Oh, this is a real t- case." And, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can see how it can kind of they, the difficulty can just scale up indefinitely. Um, but I thought it was good. Um, I had I did have to prompt you a little bit on the blood pressure management, although uh, you got the right agent and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so the critical actions that I wrote down on this case. Okay. So I wrote down, and so again, so what a critical action means, it means it's kind of the bare bones minimum things that they're objective criteria that your examiner will have. And if you miss any of them, you score very you don't necessarily fail the case, but you score very low in a scoring category automatically. Okay. They can't score you higher than a certain level if you miss. So like neurologic exams. So one of the testing categories and you know, don't hold you need to read about this online and stuff, because the scoring is complex with this mm-hmm. case, with with ABEM cases. But you know, one of the things will be kind of like how good was your examination stuff so neurologic exam would be in there had you missed the neurologic exam they won't be able to score you higher than i think it goes from like one to eight they won't be able to give you more than half credit just for the fact that you didn't do that and so and that's not a passing level in that category Mm -hmm. and then it kind of all averages together it's again it's complicated you can read about it but you definitely want to get all your critical actions with that said you you need to do a little more than critical actions on the case, like make the right diagnosis and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, first critical action was the neurologic exam. And so you did do that. I thought you did a good job of that. You did your cranial nerves. You did your motor. You <laughs> I thought it was funny that you're trying to do gait, you know, on someone who just had a seizure. but <laughs> it's, yeah, I... it's good. No, I mean, that's perfect. You need to be doing thorough, thorough neuro exams. Um, I, I, so you definitely got that. That box, mm-hmm. you're lucky because right when I was doing my, I needed five critical actions, and initially I had blood glucose on there, and I took Woo-hoo! it off. <laughs> I took it off, so you actually scooted by on okay. that on that category. Okay. You needed identification of pregnancy, mm-hmm. which you did. I think if you had, you know, you didn't get it on exam which would have been the easiest way to do it and probably would have helped you out even more yeah, for sure. But you know, it was the first, it was the very first test that you said was urine pregnancy. Yeah. So I'm like, ah, yeah, he got that. He would have gotten that. Um, magnesium administration. Mm-hmm. Now I think you can go a little bit higher in the magnesium. I haven't had too many cases in real in the real life of like eclamptic patients. I think you can go like four to six. Yeah. That's what um, uh, I
1: remember learning is like two is like what ED docs, you know, typically use. But if you call OB, they'll be like, that's nothing. You know,
0: right. Right. So you can go, you can definitely go higher than that. Um, so let's see. So neurologic exam, identification of pregnancy, magnesium administration, blood pressure management, which I gave you cause you knew how to do it. Um, I think probably ideally, I think it'd be a soft call on whether or not you'd get blood pressure management credit or not mm-hmm. cause you had to be prompted. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you did that and you knew the right agent, you knew the agent you could use. It wasn't, it wasn't, it didn't hold you up at all. It, uh, and then you were you were quick to do your OBGYN consultation. And I was worried you were gonna run out of time. So I was really glad you you started to really move once you figured out what it was, which was good because you could have easily run out of time on that case. So you actually got five out of five. So the, the tally is now one to one. Zach might so you actually you actually you you did well this time. By week. an inch well.
1: by an inch. Yeah. You got lucky. <laughs> you got lucky.
0: I think I'm just gonna have to put maybe I'll just put glucose in every single one of these. I think I know your weakness. I know your weakness. <laughs> I'll come up with like weird stuff where patients can talk and. A blatantly
1: (laughs) abnormal physical exam finding that would change the whole case if I, (laughs) but I have to ask for it.
0: Well, that'll be my new game. What blatant exam findings can I give you that would totally give away the case and see if you can find it? Like a a necrotic foot that smells terrible. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The patient has four gangrene. It's a good example. Actually in real life, that's a good example. You get these geriatric patients that come in that are confused and you're like, "Oh, maybe it's a little urine, you know, UTI or something. They have like four knees gangrene, mm-hmm. something, you know, that they don't feel. So oh. I've seen that it's, it's pretty crazy. Um, anyways, but good job uh yeah, i thought you did great Thanks, dude. you got the case and you actually you you won this week you won so i'll have to make it a little more difficult <laughs> next
1: week. no i i don't think you need to do that
0: i i unsuccessfully traumatized you so <laughs> we need to maybe we'll traumatize you next time all
1: right well next week my physical will be better for sure um but in doing so i'll probably forget another key action so we'll see <laughs>
0: Well, so here's the secret. Here's what's really fun: is being on this side of it. I know kind of well because we we talk, so I know a what rotations you're on. So I know the stuff that you would get really easily. So of course I'm not going to do a case on that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but then, unless I'm using it against you, or I'm like, oh, I know the holes in this, you know, line of reasoning. <laughs> but of course I'm not going to do a trauma case right after you did ATLS. That'd be way too easy. Yeah. It's gonna, it's gonna be
1: like a month from now, and I've forgotten everything.
0: <laughs> but it's also fun because I'm doing them every week, and I can kind of judge the things that you get. So like now next week, it won't even. Be a physical exam case. It'll be something else. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> Lovely. Can't wait. No, it'll be good. I thought you did great. I thought you did Thanks, great. Man. So um, that wraps it up, everybody. Uh, one thing I'll say to everyone who's listening is if you have ideas for cases, I actually have a template I can send you. And the other thing is if anybody who's listening has feedback and they think that there's an error in any of these cases or um, something that we said was wrong, please let us know, because we can always correct that uh, in, the, in the future, in future episodes. So um, look forward to getting emails from you guys. But until next week, keep working hard, keep studying, and be sure to enjoy your shift.